Hello everyone, this is Bill with it, episode 46, with me your host Abner, and my co-host Amelia. Why do you sound like you're narrating a children's book? Hello there, welcome to Feel With It boys and girls. It's a new style I'm trying out. This is the podcast where me and Amelia, we go round Albert Square, the world of EastEnders, we look in some windows and see what's been happening. We weren't here last week because... I don't know, why weren't we here last week? <laughs> are, you recapping, are you recapping the whole premise of the podcast? Because people have not heard us for so long. <laughs> We've appeared back on their phone, they're thinking, I haven't heard those names in years. <laughs> That's exactly Deal it. With it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week, um, hmm. There isn't a reason. I'm not going to give an excuse. We don't need to. Shouldn't have to, in a way. What are we doing? I mean, if you want consistency in your Eastenders podcast, then go to Eastenders Weekly. But if you want good content, stick around and stay here. Uh, shall we kick off with the post bag? Sure. Masood! Oh, he's going to Australia soon. He'll be my mum and dad's postman. So, first up, this we got a couple of comments on the last episode. Hmm. Yeah. Robin. <gasps> fan Robin? Favorite, he came in. Um, I don't know what we were talking about. This is this is this is pretty much us now. I, I know what we were talking about, but he's he's uh, corrected us on something. Wolford High is both a high school and college. Bernie Hunter and Tiff are in year eleven. Keegan is in year twelve, and Louise and Bex are in year thirteen. So Keegan, Louise, and Bex have fewer classes than the others and don't have to wear the school uniform. That's why you don't see Louise going to school at the same time as Hunter. Why was Bex doing her GCSEs last year then? With Shaquille. Don't you dare argue. No, I, I truly believe that Robin. Robin's correct. Do you Don't think you that... start this again. No, do you think that Bex had to do some resits, maybe? And the other comment on our videos... Oh, yeah? ...was uh, another fan favourite. She's, she's commented on a few videos of ours. Nats, love your work, guys. Aww. By the way, Bernie is pathetic. Ooh. I wish she would go away. So do we. Mm. <laughs> so she's my favourite fan now. She's... Up the rank shit because it used to be um, it used to be Owen, <laughs> but he hasn't got involved in Asia with the gifts, so, so he Abner's... hasn't got involved for so long that I've stopped asking. So audience, Abner will only have you as his fan favorite if you're actively either complimenting him or giving him things. Whereas you're all my favorites, I love you all equally. No, I have a ranking system. Good. Robin used to be up there as well. What about Steve? Remember Steve? Yeah, Steve, Steve from Korea. Well, Steve from Korea, he gave us criticism, which we don't take very well. Um, well, I didn't mind. I've been, I've, we've put the microphone closer to me. I've tried to speak a bit clearer. Uh, and the other, the follow-up, mail. Oh, more mail. Yeah, more mail, yeah. Wow. I went to the people of the internet and I said, which two characters would you like to see stuck in the Queen Vic toilets together and why? Uh, we've got a few comments. My favourite three, um, Phil and Karen. To be honest, mm. Phil and anyone. Mm. Yeah, but maybe after this week. Yeah, mm. Maybe. Uh, Phil and Dot, they really interact and they're both brilliant characters. True. I'd like to see them in a toilet together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they've been locked in and Dot's given birth. Oh. <laughs> Phil's got to deliver yet another baby. Well, maybe, you know, on the opposite spectrum. Which Phil's is probably, given birth. No, Dot's dying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sad. It would be sad, and but Phil's it's probably more one. likely <gasps> than... Yeah. Well, honestly, look at her. Do you think maybe pushing a baby out of her wouldn't, you know, result in death anyway? Finally... Keanu and Sharon. Who's asking for that? Well, on the understanding that they stay off our screens because of it. Oh, <laughs> I like that's my favourite answer. Whoever said that, well done to you. Um, a, minute, a little, little fact before we dive into our first 
Stop. It's our last episode, is that it? No, it's actually a year since we started. Oh, really? This is a this is a year's worth of podcast. If you go back and listen to our first and then listen to this one, I'm sure you'll see a real difference in quality. Possibly because we try at least a lot less now, which is weird because we never tried at all. <laughs> so I really commend myself for well, putting in all that effort. It's gone from we have to do the podcast every week to we can miss this week, right? <laughs> anyway, happy happy year anniversary to our listeners. Yeah, thank you for being there. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for, um, you know, I want to say forcing us to keep doing this. Because if we didn't get the listeners, I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep doing it. Thank you for being a friend. Wow. Yeah, there's two. And listening to our podcast. Dun, 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 dun. End of the show. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Do we this... get the bills? <laughs> There's two things that drive me in this podcast game. I thought you meant in life. <laughs> and in life. Okay, I'm interested. Our listeners getting involved mm. and beating EastEnders Weekly. Well, the second one's <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> my God, audience, please never stop voting in his polls. Otherwise, it might just be me. Uh, should, we just, should we get involved? Previously Do on. Do I sound bored this week? I'm not bored. Are you bored? Good, right. Previously on. Previously EastEnders. on. This is a, a fan favourite feature, I'm sure. When we miss a week, we go back and recap the well, week It's literally, missed. I have no idea. Melon Hunter, I just need to note down that she's just so blinded. I thought, like, when we left her in the last podcast, we were all quite happy because she was finally seeing her son for the psychopath he was. Mm. And then suddenly she's like, here's the gun back. I'm sorry, hunty baby. Oh, Hunter, run away from the police. Like, stabbing people with scissors. What's happened? She's really gone downhill. The end of that week, we got another, like, full start, if you will, where a dog dug up Ray's body. But yeah, Inspector Rex. Week, yeah, beginning of this week. a crossover. Week, it, it wasn't even a dog that found him. It was just some, like, you know... Yeah, but then he found him because the dog made it easier to like access his body. Well, no, because he had a he had a what is it? A metal detector. He's all those metal detecting fruits. Yeah, I don't think the metal. If any metal detectors do listen, I don't mean that as an insult. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do. You're pathetic. Anyway, I think the dog needed to shift the earth for him to be able to like see down there. Nah, they've got quite a deep reach. I, yeah, but I don't think so. Any of those pathetic metal detector oh. listeners, <laughs> if you have knowledge on this subject and you reckon that you could detect Ray's body six feet underground using one of your metal detector sticks email in tweet us do you think what happened was um like the they filmed the last bit of the previous week's episodes with the dog finding the body and then that guy went on holidays and someone his supply came in and was like right we need someone to find the body but ow we had the dog i hate the dog (laughs) it feels like well because they're changing the showrunner aren't they are they don't say are they, because this is a big thing in the EastEnders world. Build with it. We do our research. <laughs> Listen, I've been on, I've been on the ranch. So someone so. else has taken. This is news for you, and maybe news for some of the listeners who sure. aren't. Let that me involved. be the voice of the yeah. listeners that aren't um, that involved. The old show running is leaving, and some new birds coming in. Right? Is it us? No, unfortunately um. not. I think she's called Kate Oates. She was the showrunner for Coronation Street oh. during their like massive boom a few years ago when they wow. did all the storylines. <gasps> yes, everyone's kind of really excited because uh, everyone's now going, oh, she's going to bring in some gay characters. We need some gay characters. When's she coming over? We need some representation. When's she coming she's in? She's coming in midway through next week. Oh, I am excited. 
Yeah, so my theory here is, is the old showrunner just passing things out really caring? He's just going, yeah, whatever. Sh- should we get a dog to dig up Ray? Yeah. How about metal detector? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> should we get Bernie on screen? Yeah. Suggestion box. Yep, yep, yep. So is he being... He's just t- ticking down the days till he leaves. Is he leaving because he wants to leave, or is he leaving because he's being forced to leave? I don't know the ins and outs of it. Call BBC if you want that answer. BBC, if you could contact us, I'd love to know. Exclusive. Like, these past two weeks, I think, have just been, like, tying stories up in the weirdest way possible. In the result of Doctor, like, dying. In a day. What else has been happening? Uh, Should I give you my rundown? I've got yeah, a little previously please. on rundown. Because so I can't determine my, the two my weeks. Top, my top thing. Jean. She's got the big C. Mm. She's got cancer. And um, her big breakup with Ian. But my big thing about Jean this week was um, she got poo on her phone. Oh. Do you remember that yeah. at the start? Cat like I thought like, it was how, funny. I don't well. know how she managed to get poo on. Was that baby not wearing a nappy? I think sometimes babies explode out of their nappies, <laughs> don't they? Jean's got poo on her phone, and no one cares. To be fair, they say that your phone has like your phone and your keyboard have some pretty grimy surfaces because we don't clean them as much as we go. should. There we go, listeners. So maybe it's a phones. social commentary from <laughs> EastEnders. I just, why did she, she like leaned down and sniffed it? She was like, I, I reckon they cut it before she licked. I think she I must reckon. be, I think she, we're just seeing Jean as so torn down to the nitty gritty that like, she's literally someone who's willing to lick a bit of poo off her phone because she just doesn't see herself as a human being anymore. Yeah, was it last week as well that we had all this thing with Kat going, oh, I can't look after the baby. Oh yeah, because she's, she's back, she's uh Knock, knock, knocking on Haley's door. Well, out of nowhere, she's... Well, this is the whole thing. You were saying, oh, I was on Kat's side. She she did the best thing for Haley. She mm-hmm. put her in this rehab. She's getting better. Yep. Next thing you know, she's knocking up around the hospital going, you've had, a, you've had your time, haven't you? You finished uh, four days enough? <laughs> <laughs> like, three kids must be a lot, but you know what? Stacey manages it. But yeah. three moon kids are different to normal. three fowlers. That's not normal. Three moons are like 75... Four-year-olds on steroids. All with deals in the making, like schemes. All deals, schemes. All with that little ringtone. <laughs> They're all answering. Blue moon bullying. Blue moon play lunches. You better eat. It's all like, like a call centre. Still yeah. owe money to someone. All to each other. Yeah. They're all asking for money off Big Mo. <laughs> I imagine all with a little flip phone. They haven't got smartphones, just flip phones that yeah. you lose using as well. <laughs> Even, uh, what's her name? Even S- I want to say Scarlet. What's her name? Candy. <laughs> Some sort of prostitute name. Cherry. Cherry. No, she's Even got like Cherry's the baby got, like, phone. <laughs> yeah, she's got it's coming up. <laughs> Cat can't deal. She can't deal with it. But yeah. Do you think they're just scamming Stacey's kids? Stacey's kids have like one newspaper as are, a blanket. They are fowlers. They're idiots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Stacey's children must be easy to look after, as you said, because... Um, I mean, you sit there they're, they're looking Martins at a banana. or Kush's children. Or so no personality. Yeah, third one. Yeah, Lily's a bit quiet, isn't she? she? They're all nons. All their fathers are nons. Yeah, so. they're all kind of looking at bananas and trying to guess <laughs> and like fashion. Whereas those moon children. Actually, well, Michael those kids moons, are out on the market. Well, them Michael moons. Even worse, he's got an evil streak. Oh no, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's the evil one. He's the evil one. So he's not oh. only scheming to so be brought <laughs> up by Alfie, but he's got like an evil streak where he's willing to murder people or... No wonder she's tired. 
Oh, can't look after them now. Alfie's gone. Not that Alfie was really doing much anyway. I feel like he was making more of a nuisance because he kept stealing them. Because <laughs> yeah, st- at, <laughs> at least you know where they are. I mean, like, Mo, yes, she did steal one as well, but at least you know that even though there's four of them in the house, they're in the house. No one's going to sneak in and steal one. Yeah, so then Hayley, her storyline, as ever, was mm-hmm. they went to pick her up because she was like, oh, okay, I'll come home. They went to pick her up. She's gone. Yep. She's left. She's done a Hayley. I know that British people are really defensive of the NHS, and the NHS is a great system. But you're really... If if EastEnders is to be believed, this system is so good that people hold spots for mental health care, and then, like, they allow you to just, like, come and, come and go as you please. She was sectioned, like you said. You can't just sign yourself out when you're feeling better if you've been sectioned. She did a Haley. She did opened the, a window and left. It's a, it's a Haley clause in the NHS system. <laughs> If you're known for just leaving whenever you want, you can leave whenever you want. Yeah, I think that's really it for the Slaters. Thank Was there God. anyone else popping about? Oh, yeah. Um, I've written down Tamara's calls. Oh, yeah. Tamara's he's, calling. He's big on the phone thing. calls. Well, he's yeah. calling everyone. Literally anyone. Even, like, <laughs> the, the payphone down the road. Yeah, in the episode, everyone's phone was going off and no one really was addressing who was calling. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was Tamara. Weirdly, in the middle of the day, though, and again, just... Just a random bit of research would just show them that Tamar would be getting up at one in the morning to call. And like, yeah, time difference, but he could have just called at night. They could have just been like, Mr. Phone Call from Tamar last night, not just then. Or this storyline that's come out of nowhere could just not exist. That'd be nice as well. Yeah. Maybe he's Again, calling like up we said, to... Um... Tamar, who the hell cares? Especially if they're not getting married here. Who well, cares? Maybe he's calling up to uh, tell everyone that he's in a Hollywood film now. Tamar, of course, now in Yesterday. Oh. Danny Boyle mm. from about the Beatles. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's got his Hollywood break as well. So he's like the he's the exception, not the rule, though, because they all leave thinking they're onto bigger and better things, and in reality, they never go. Anywhere. Peter Bill. He's oh, he was in. He um, went on to Bohemian Rhapsody and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that's true. He really is living the dream. He's big stuff. And then the re- the wedding's happening like to tomorrow, literally, <laughs> imminently. <laughs> Good we see it's like booking flights, like every single moment. Oh my god, hurry up! <laughs> um, and then we've got Jay. He, he had it off with Ruby, and oh, then Ruby Jay. was like, "Oh, men are disgusting. They're dirt. He just men kept... are scum." <laughs> and she had the same like talk to Stacey, but this yeah. time it was unjustified because she hadn't been raped. So she was just basically going, "Men think they can treat us like they want." Preach, and girl. It's just... It's just not right. You know what? I'm going to go and tell it. Of course. Yep. And then she walks up to Jay while he's in the middle of a meeting, you know, outside the funeral parlor. Funeral parlor. It's not like a business. It's not like a regular business. These people are grieving. I know. They are mourning And she just, someone. like, gets in the middle of them both and starts going, you're scum. You're dirt. You think you just up and leave without even saying goodbye after shagging me? But he'd actually left a note on he her fridge. old school. Old school. So they're together now. And he's already thinking about wives and picket fences. Wives? Multiple? Yeah. He's into that, is he? He's a polyamorous man. His role in the show now is going round to other characters and giving them love advice. He's gone from no role to love doctor. <laughs> Do you... Dr. J. Well, he's going to sort out Stacey and Martin's relationship. Well, yeah, theirs is dark, though. <laughs> That's something we can talk about when we properly get into this later. They yeah. have a depressing look at romance. Uh, lastly, I don't even want to talk about Sharon and Keanu and all that business, Ugh. but I do want to mention one of Phil's throwaway lines. Mm. <laughs> Sharon comes in and it's like... She's uh, got a headache and he says... He's trying it on. 
and he and she goes oh no i've got a headache and he goes oh do you want me to get you some like paracetamol and she says no i'll sort myself out and, and he, he says, says you and me both right <laughs> That's, no, that is. That's utter filth. It's the Owens, our first stop. Gunny's um, had a big big part. Gunny played a part. He was dismantled and put around London in bins. Eventually, because um, Mel's, Mel's go-to wasn't to YouTube how to take away, take apart a gun. Not even to just, just ask Jack hypothetically. Wrap it in a towel and hammer it. Like, it's not a piece of, like, industrial mechanics. Literally just hammering it and going... Would it break? Her next step was just putting it in a sink of hot water and hoping it melted. Just mm. putting it, it in away? a big block of ice in the freezer, <laughs> so at least if Hunter needed it, he'd have to chip away at it, like people what people Pour do with their credit out. cards. Yeah. <laughs> Anything we thought about Mel? Anything that, like you know, that she's quite independent, quite powerful, switched on. That build up of her trying to get one over on Ray just completely diminished. Think how excited we were about that whole three Richards storyline. <gasps> Loved it, yeah. It was so good. It's just all falling apart. She got arrested, and they're saying to her, "Well, his other wives, they come forward and said that you had a plot together." And her face just goes, "No comment." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you're right. They weren't asking <laughs> questions. You don't have to say anything. That they literally say. You don't have to say anything in case we can use it against you no, in court. No, come on. <laughs> Stop talking. So this has ended up with, you know, Jack going, oh, I'm going to help you guys out. I'm going to get you away. And he doesn't. He literally drives away, tips off his mates and the, the police. Good. and goes, goes and sees them. He, they get pulled over. He locks the doors and goes, there's, there's Hunter. Hunter tries to run, run oh. away. Yeah. Because Mel's, Mel's screaming, screaming, go Hunter, run! Run, Hunter! Is she not going to get arrested for this? Like, you know... I feel like she should get... I think she's at least an accessory. Yeah, yeah, misguiding the... Child abuse? (laughs) But also, honestly, like, in this day and age where police have guns, are you ever going to yell for your child to run away from the police? (laughs) No, guns here today. Do they not? Well, not in England. Not usually armed. I'm sure that it's still not a good idea. They might have a taser. I would have loved to see that on his I wouldn't mind that. Just, or a little just... baton, like one of those ones where they like flip it out and it all like extends. Well, so you just see Hunter on the floor in a ball when just like five coppers bashing him with a no, baton. No, 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 I just wanted one to like trip him up with it. I'd like to see that scene, but with them all like old school coppers. Like they've got the... Uh, oh, the, the helmet. They've got like an old school wooden baton, the little capes around their necks. Mm, like the Jack the Ripper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sort of copper. Oi, come back here, you! Oh, the Benny Hill song. Yeah. <laughs> Why not go all out? I thought that he's they, passing anything at the moment. It would have been a good idea to um to get one of uh, Chaz's songs in the background of him getting arrested. Yo, it's me, Hunter. Well, now he can rap about doing time. Oh, amazing. Because he's got to be. He won't go down, will he? I mean, I don't want him to go down. I like him. I don't. I think they wouldn't have gone down if they called the police then and there. I genuinely don't see how, like, he. They can prove that he was a psycho who literally tried to kill Hunter and then Hunter accidentally shot him. Yeah. Why they thought that burying his body was ever going to be a better decision was insanity. If I had a go at him during the week, and that is obviously why he's going back to Louise, mm. to be like, I'm going to get one up on you. I'm going to do you, old man. Yeah. And he would have. I he took her for that. some chicken again. He, he loves, loves a bit chicken. of chicken, yeah. He loves the chicken. He's going to miss the chicken if he goes into prison. He They'll is. have to bring him some every week. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> I asked for a Zinger burger, not a Zinger <laughs> Tower burger. But it's got extra in it. I don't 
don't like the hash brown. We'll take it out. It's all I know it's been there. It's all moulded together. It's cold. You know what? You're useless, woman. I hate you. <laughs> don't say that, Hunter. Hunter, no. <laughs> I'm going for a drive with Uncle Aiden. I don't like Mel anymore. She's actually becoming really annoying. And the fact that people are just going out of their way to help her. Like, I can't watch any more men. Yeah. Bumble themselves away to get to Mel. Well, Ian, is, this is what I said to you: is Ian like watching through his letterbox next door? Yeah. For whenever Mel leaves that house, and as soon as she sees her footsteps across the Mel! road, yeah, he <laughs> opens up. <laughs> you haven't got any trousers on, Ian. Why? You, why have you got your dick in your hands? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Jack as well. Oh, I know. I just got her son locked up for murder, but I better go over I'm there. I'm still in. <laughs> Max is like, calm down, sunshine. We're going on a lad's holiday. (laughs) Also, do you think I'm in? Do you think we we should invite her to France? I felt vibes between Max and Mel. There was more chemistry between Max and Mel than there's ever been between her and anyone. Oh, Max and Rainy? You're so right. I (laughs) forgot. Max and... Rainy and anyone. Max and... Rainy um... in the car lot. I really feel that as well. I think that I'll take Hunter. I don't want Mel. But the good news is that we already have the prison set. He's very pretty. He's a very pretty, a pretty young man. Boy. Yeah. He's dropping that soap. That police officer, though, when she came in, I quite like her. She's very sassy. But she comes in just to tell the him, sorry, just to tell Mel that when uh, Hunter was back in prison. And it's just like a courtesy call, but she's come round and just like had a feel of the house as well. Like picked up bags. So I just wanted to let you know, shaking bags, like looking under like books. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're watching you. Don't go any on any international holidays. Yeah. She may as well like, just like, cool. yeah. to ask for a spare key. <laughs> Listen, can I have a look around when you're not here? I think I was so tired while watching this that I was making up like fake things as well because I, I thought she came in with like a fleet of officers as well and they're all just like behind <laughs> her going, looking around like that. But she they brought like yeah. full <laughs> army with her. But no one looks in the handbag in the, <laughs> yeah. or in the... Uh, and the, she keeps looking over at the In handbag. the bin bag full of knives. <laughs> Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say about the hunters. Well, when they are the hunters. <laughs> I don't even give Mel her own identity. They She's just become Hunter's mum. There's Hunter Hunter, Mel Hunter, <laughs> Ray Hunter. Oh, Phil giving... Uh, Phil Hunter. Phil giving Hunter the big one up by saying your dad's a liar. I was going to say, their plan at the very start to go to the police and admit everything it was probably the best thing they could have yeah, done. because 100%. Yeah, the Wolf of Police are... How do I put this? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> they would have walked in and gone, oh, we want to admit to killing Ray. Get in line. Yeah, get in line. It would have been like, yeah, we've got a cute, we've got a phone number for that. Yeah. We've got we've a got... bin in the youth centre <laughs> oh, for that. It was with Keegan when he went in. It was like, and they were like, where's your evidence? Yeah. What do you mean evidence? <laughs> I told you that I've killed someone. <laughs> yeah, no, you ain't got the evidence. You ain't killed him. My last comment on the Owens. Hunters. Revolves around Billy Mitchell. Oh, Billy. He's rebranded himself this week. William Mitchell. William Mitchell entered the fray, yeah, when the police came in. It's... He came around the bar. Hello, William Mitchell. The he... new he's a new man. But he is still the dog of the club. Like all he did was ask Mel if she was okay as she was like desperately sobbing for Hunter in her, his office in her office. And she seems Get out Isn't he bar manager now? Yeah. All I've ever seen him do it's... is clean glasses. Which is what the Slaters are like paid to do, and bring in deliveries, which are, <laughs> yeah. may, might which be his job. But... He maybe oversees it. Is in there fact, another employee? I think it's just him. I've only ever seen him. If he's bar manager, shouldn't Mel's office be his office? 
Yeah, because I don't think she's doing anything. Do you know, like, she's just the owner. <laughs> Not anymore. Well, yeah. Gone. Sold. Do you think that she sold it for three hundred pounds or three hundred thousand pounds? <laughs> when Phil came in hardball, give it three hundred. Take Done. it on either. <laughs> what three hundred grand? No. No, no pence. <laughs> Thirty three pounds. <laughs> oh wait, what? Right now it's time for who twenty. It's me twenty. Everyone's favorite game where I give you and Abner a series of clues, and you have to guess the current cast member. But this time we're doing a throwback. Oh my god. So. Are you ready? What does this entail? It's just an old character. So not on the show anymore? Mm, no. Okay, right. Why did you even think about that so long? Because I didn't know if I was going to give you away. Anyway, this character first appeared in July 2003. Janine? It's not Janine. This character was initially gl- not claimed by their father, as their father had claimed he had a vasectomy. So first year of their life, not part of any family. Heather? No. This uh, character's father, when he does take him or her in, puts them in a talent show and then forces them to cheat while getting another child to sing over them. Is it Bobby Bill? It's Bobby Bill! (laughs) So, first appeared in July 2003, initially, initially not claimed by Ian when Cindy announced that she was pregnant because Ian said, I had a vasectomy. And only, and only resigned himself to having Bobby as part of the family when Cindy died. Well, I guess I'll have to have him then. Uh, enters Bobby into a talent show, but doesn't think he has much talent, that's, so he gets another child to sing for him. so Ian Bill. Uh, uh, sorry, Bobby had a fling briefly with Tiffany Butcher, which is weird. Uh, Wait, they're he, the same age? Yeah. He, I think he's a bit older. I, he's killed Jenny's pet spider. I mean, I'm calling it now. He's going to come out with a beard. He's going to be like... Early 30s. (laughs) They all come back like weirdly... Attractive. Yeah, buff, early 30s, just... Ready for sex. Yep. Ready to sex the nearest single woman or man. The showrunner's ready. She's going to try and sex up EastEnders. Talking about people sexing up each other... um, Mitch and Denise. Mitch and Denise. Cannot keep their eyes off each other. It's kind of like, again, the showrunners have just gone... uh, yeah, let's break Denise and Kush up because Mitch is coming back. Mitch needs someone. someone. Karen? Oh, done it. Someone's gone. That seems a little bit racist because they're both black. Yeah, but <laughs> Kush and Denise weren't meant to stay together anyway because there's that 30-year age difference. Someone's got two pictures of Mitch and Denise together just holding them up going, Look at them! I they're don't... perfect! Whoever's playing Mitch is doing a bang-up job because he has chemistry with... Mick. He literally has chemistry with his van. Mitch has chemistry with the pavement. Because I I genuinely wasn't that impressed with Denise and Kush, but actually she's got chemistry with him. And I I, but it's not Denise, it's it's all Mitch. Isn't Mitch the one who a few weeks ago walked across the square and like high fived uh, a van man? Oh no, that was (laughs) Stu. Uh next stop Mm -hmm. it's the Mitchells. Not got much to say here really. We've said it all already because it's already happened. Well Keanu is now in Spain, doing a job for Phil. Is it a dodgy job? Maybe. <laughs> Can't say. I'd love to know There's what this man. dodgy job involves. Like, what? 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 I know Phil's a, I know Phil's. A, <laughs> I know Phil's a dodgy dealer, but is that legitimately what it is? Like, he just in the middle of the night, he's like cutting fences, rebranding the cattle as part of like the other cattle stations, and just like siphoning in like. Pure Angus breed beef. Keanu, did you get? Did you get the cows? 
I got them, Phil. I got them all. Do you think How he's... many? About 10, 15. 10, 15? I need 50. <laughs> there ain't 50 cattle in, Phil. You ain't coming back till you got 50 cattle. <laughs> Do you think he's in Spain, like, with a camcorder, like, recording the newest releases and burning them onto DVDs? <laughs> and Phil. selling them on the market. <laughs> I got... I got the Meg. Keanu has been out for ages. I'm Not sorry. Is it <laughs> just come out here? It's in Spanish. I can't speak Spanish. <laughs> Excuse me, him, sir. He calls Have you got a bail. camera? <laughs> it's dangerous out there. <laughs> Phil, I need bail. I've been caught. <laughs> Serve it like a man. <laughs> the, the lawyer, like that old I... um, that old ad you used to see on videos. You wouldn't steal a car. <laughs> So why do you think you can steal a film? <laughs> Phil! <laughs> I think Wait. he's stealing family recipes <laughs> to build Phil's Uncle Phil's Spanish cookbook. Uncle Phil! <laughs> no, from Uncle Phil! Old family Aye? recipes. Hey! <laughs> so Keanu's gonna like linger in like family homes. He has to get Pret- himself in with the family. Yeah. You're a pretty boy. You can attract a woman out there. I can't, Phil. I don't know how. <laughs> Just tell him you're beautiful, right? Eh? What are you talking about? You got my wife and my daughter. You should know about that. <laughs> well, I do. Get me them recipes, boy. You better get me a good paella, boy. And one with homemade stock. Phil, i got one that's been in the family for generations. Homemade stock? Well, no, Phil. Of course not. No one has time for that anymore. <laughs> You know, you can get a good one from Tesco. <laughs> yeah, just, that's, that's Keanu in a... That's Keanu in a dangerous just, jobs. Just really dangerous jobs. Dangerous dodgy jobs. He's, he's like, making cars out of dogs and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> he's having to steal... All alive, like, of course. Because there's a lot of strays in Spain, isn't there? Yeah. Is that a fact, or have I just made that up? I don't know. I'm going to say it's a fact. There's a lot of stray sure. dogs in Spain. And uh, I reckon he's just rounding them up into a little pen. And he's converting them into little minis. And, like... But are they Big alive W's. and well? But instead of like an engine, they just have the dogs walking, <laughs> and you just sit on them. It's it's been stri- people. No, people can sit inside them. It's like it's like. Oh, so there's like one that's like leaning up. That's like your seat. But they're all still alive, right? It's like six dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like balancing on each other, like a circus. Four wheels, like acrobats. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a nice courser for you, Phil. Hey, let's see it then. Oh, Dalmatians! <laughs> they stay puppies for years! Get me a good German Shepherd! Dodgy and dangerous jobs for yeah. Bill Mitchell. Well, he's gone off and he's not messaged anyone. He just had, like, had an altercation with Sharon where he's, he's gone. He's not even on fantasy football. <laughs> he's not, well, he's not, he's not, he talked to Sharon and was like, I'm going. You don't want me? I don't care. It's like and he doesn't even pretend like he's got a whole family. Yeah, like, he it, he's got no friends as well. Like, it's literally Sharon and, or no one. You told my daughter, my stepdaughter, that she was beautiful. Her scars. And we know they're filth. (laughs) How dare you lie. She was so upset. They bring shame upon the Mitchell name. I really feel like that was a nice thing to say. Like, even if you were in love with... Like, is it just because she's so jealous? I don't know. It was weird. Oh, just... Yeah, we had Karen then, like, you know, going up against Phil Mitchell, which was mm. a scene I didn't know I wanted until it happened. Oh, I liked it. It was like the whole Mitchell clan out for a walk together. I don't yeah. know why they're all going for a walk. Through. Shall we go for a walk <laughs> through the square, family? 
No, Dad. Yes, why not? <laughs> That's steady. No, Dad. I'm heartbroken. Remember? That's showing you. <laughs> no, we're going for a walk through the square like a family. Get your drone, Denny. We've got to show strength all together. <laughs> why are they doing that? He's just bombing his way through in his little jacket. Bumbling around. <laughs> yeah. And then Karen calls up and goes, uh, Where's Keanu? You know where he is, you bloody dirtbag. He's fired. <laughs> Get into my yeah. DVD dodgy business. <laughs> what if he does come back with just a load of dodgy DVDs? What if he comes back with cows? I'm genuinely interested as to what his jobs are. The Phil Mitchell farm. <laughs> he, destroys, he destroys the arches. It all gets bulldozed. And it's, it's, a just, a, it's just a beautiful... A beautiful dairy farm. <laughs> and on the packaging, it's a cow. But instead of the cow's face, it's Phil Mitchell's face. A lot of the episodes just begin with a slow zoom across the fields. And Phil's in the middle just milking a cow. What, just... fields? Get it? Yeah. <laughs> He's just milking a cow. Ooh, hey. <laughs> Is he that... got a long piece of barley in of his mouth? Of course he has. Beautiful. <laughs> He's got a straw hat and everything. This is gorgeous. Can't wait for this. Keanu's working the fields. Is he back? Paying his debt. Yeah, he's oh, back now. Because he got the cows. Oh, of course. Dodgy. The scene where the women are sitting around Linda's kitchen table discussing how to get rid of Keanu, and you very aptly said, what if it was Louise that they were trying to get rid of? It was like a group of like middle-aged men Ted, having... Patrick. Like, yeah, having beers. Ian. Yeah, Ian drinking about, Oh, yeah, I'll kiss her for you, <laughs> and then we'll send her to Egypt. We had Karen and bursting into a... The Mitchell house. The, the, Taylor's just like bursting through that door, I think. They do. Oh, yeah, she just... held Sharon by the throat. And I thought I saw Sharon like attempting Crying. to hitch her leg. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh, no, wrong Taylor. Wrong Taylor. She's used to it. She likes that aggression. She does, yeah. Yeah. I can see where he gets. Imagine that, uh, the, the end of I that scene. I can see where he gets his passion yeah. from. The end of that scene, she just starts quivering and going, I can see where he gets it from now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving and on. And they just both like. Make out, and that's the next Moving big like, thing. On. And then Phil walks in and goes, "Hey, what's going on?" Hey, oh, <laughs> he just sits down and he watches. Yeah, he calls Continue. in Jenny and Louise. <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> what's up, Dad? Or not, Dad? Whatever you want to call ya. <laughs> Depends on the week, you know, whether Draw I'm accepting you as my father figure or not. <laughs> sometimes I like being Phil Mitchell's son. Sometimes I seem to hate it. There's no real logic. Where's my drone, boy? I need it to film this. <laughs> it's too small, Dad. It's a kitchen. Right, let's take this outside to the square. Family walk. <laughs> Louise! No, I don't want to go. Get down here! <laughs> Moving on? Yeah. Next segment? Yeah, next segment. What is it? It's time for Slater Alligator. Mm. I found that. What happened last week? I forgot where it ended. Where, where do we end? I remember the first one. He gets... Made into a handbag. That was week one. That's so week one. What was week we, two? We've given him to another family this time. It was his ancestor. Was he with Kush? No, I think he was living with Sonia. Listeners, if you remember where uh, Slate Alligator left off, then please do message in because we are struggling. I feel like this week he's going to be. This week he's going to be with um, Dr. Leg, of course. R.I.P. He's a, uh, an emotional relief animal. Alligator. Alligator. Because. <laughs> Dot's been forcing Dr. Leg to, you know, review the most horrendous days of his past on his... So the alligator lays at his feet and allows him to be petted. And then he pets 
Dr. Legs face as well. I think I'd rather see, instead of Sonya like grappling over and like following around the doctors and Dr. Leg, I'd rather see Slater Alligator getting like a little note for instructions pinned to his little like collar and walking off. He's walking with off Dr. Legs. He's got like a little nurse's outfit on. And he's, like, doing checks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Good little hat. Yeah. He's really doing the rounds. And he comes back with Dr. Leg and he kisses him one last time on the forehead. Well, I'll tell you what I would like from mm. Slater Alligator. Like a little spin off series. You know, he's he's working with Keanu in Spain on some dodgy deals. Mm, he would be he's the very good at getting cows, but he would They're be They're like very... staking out a field. Keanu's got some like <laughs> binoculars. They're like laying on their stomachs and like, looking over these cows. There's got to be at least 25, 20, 28 cows there, Slater Alligator. Doing... He passes the, his binoculars over and Alligator goes... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that they're doing an insurance fraud? So like, they um they like any time that a car pulls up like at a stop sign, the Slayer alligator like gets <laughs> in his belly and like pretends that they've hit him. You've hit alligator. You've hit my alligator. Between you your alligator. It's my pet. I want a hundred bucks, hundred pounds. Should we move on? Please. Uh, this stop. I don't know. I I felt there was too many stories going on this week. Or they might have been last week. So we know. just pick the ones that are interesting. Um, I've I've split this little stop between two, Tiff and the drugs, mm. and Masood and Kathy. They should don't do, go together. Should we do Masood and Kathy first? Let's go with Masood and Kathy first, then. Go on. So Kathy comes back, as I said to you, very annoyed, in a very annoyed manner. Uh, when Kathy left, Masood and her had both like decided that they didn't want to pursue a relationship. So there was no need to pick it back up almost instantaneously as soon as they looked over at each other. Yeah. And yet, heavy from the get-go, sleeping over, crawling back into bed, mm. calling in, you know, bums. son, slapping butts. And then all of a sudden, Masood's like, right, so my son's getting married in like six to 12 months. So I'm on the next plane to Australia well, and I will not, not be it's returning. Like, it's like now. They're getting married now for some even, reason. Even though I've got a business that I've just... like gr- I've just Grafted. Just grafted to get this business up and running. It's successful now. Um, I, I have other to... children. And yet Tamar has always been my favourite. And I want to immigrate to a new life with him. And what I actually find very annoying... Hmm. You can't just move to Australia. Yeah, so they, they pick it up and they immediately drop it because of this. Yeah. And then... With both... Of, with Masood saying, oh, it's because I don't want to get involved with Peter. No, Bobby, fair enough. He's a murderer. Um, and then Kathy going, don't use it as an excuse. I have to stay and look after Bobby, even though no one's asked him. He might want to go with Jane because he's historically always preferred her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now they're off. And it's just the only the only redeemable moment for this storyline, when, when it was shown that they weren't going to... Ha- be finishing off together. Yeah. Because I liked them together, but as soon as I was like, ah, oh, it's not, it's pointless. Yeah. Was when Masood told Ian that he can call him dad if he wants. Oh, hug, can I give a hug for your dad? Yeah. <laughs> I did enjoy that. But all that, all that graft, as you say, all the grafting you did for that restaurant, all that having to like yeah. beat Ian Bill and get one up on him every single day. Yeah, if you didn't care about the restaurant. Just to hand it yeah. in. To Max Browning of and all people. How has Max got this money? He can't even <laughs> afford to move out of his brother's house. Yes, yeah. but he's got a spare few hundred grand for. Well, yeah, I mean, is, well, but... if if half of the E Twenty nightclub, which is packed yeah. every night, even Monday Sunday nights, if it's packed whenever, and a reasonable a cheap price for that is three hundred thousand. Yeah. Then you better believe that the suits prime prime location London, brand new built, like interesting like fusion idea, like. 
I reckon that's... And making enough money that they've already paid off their investor. Yeah. And it's only been open for like two months. The mystery here, though, is that the beauty of that restaurant is Ian and Masood are the chefs. Am I right? Yeah. So it's got like the... The Indian stuff comes from Masood. Pakistani. Ian brings in the fish and chips, basically. And the English stuff. What's Max bringing to the table? Sex appeal. Mac, what's Max's dish? And baked beans. <laughs> Sexy baked beans. Oh, looking through the menu. I'd like the two servings of pregnancy, please. <laughs> and some... Oh, some Britain time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just... It's just a completely waste of a story. I agree with you. That showrunner's just saying yes to anything. What's even better even thinking. is... Uh, I'm thinking about this whole Max running this place now. Max is also leaving for a little bit. So Rainey's got the restaurant. Baby Abby's got the restaurant. <laughs> So it's going to be rusks and fish and chips. A fusion. A beautiful fusion. Uh, the babies are in there. Masu came back this time last year. For what? Does he want to leave or is he being written out? I think, I don't know, because he's done some stage stuff, like, outside of EastEnders. So is he leaving for that? I don't know. It does feel like we're getting a massive overhaul. Like, Max is off. Is Max he... is only partial. He's coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you Danny, and, Danny and Linda are off for a little while, aren't they? Well, Mick's definitely off because um, he's on stage with Martin yeah. Freeman. And then you assume that Linda will... Well, she'll be around the pub in the background. Oh, yeah, okay. But, so she won't get a proper storyline. Dr. Leg. Dr. Well, R.I.P. He's, yeah. he's gone for good. There's also... What's interesting about it? Masu's leaving. We haven't seen Chachi or Chacha, whatever They've his name been is. In... <laughs> I don't think that's what it's... <laughs> <laughs> You're making the same mistake I mistake, which is I've got Chachi, but I don't remember which one it is. Be the gentleman. Ashad. Yeah, uh, we haven't got them. He, they're just gone back to Pakistan for no reason. Yeah, I thought they were going for a holiday, but now it just seems like they're not. They're not coming well, back. Just like Ted, Ted can't come back until that drug storyline is finished. Well, yeah, you know? they need the house. <laughs> um, he just won't come back, will he? He'll die out there. I hope so. Um, <laughs> we also got uh, Masood's, I think sisters or nieces. They're not. They've never been in the show before. They're, they're new. Oh, like Phil's cousins roxy and ronnie and now we've got but we've got like a yeah an asian alternative young and sexy gonna be vying for bobby's basically if you imagine roxy and ronnie but part of masood's family what's the other storyline what would each other (laughs) one be doing um the weird parent tiff and the drugs so basically now we had a evie it's (laughs) this story it's it's the same thing again of like uh hayley leaving every episode we've just got like Jagger, he's the drug dealer. He's doing the, the business with the gang. But, and then we find out but Evie just, is just actually... Just when you get your bearings. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Evie's the kingpin. She's the real head honcho. Jagger's now in Bury St Edmunds. Jagger's nothing. <laughs> he's in Suffolk. And now we see Doing that, the kitchen duties. Now we see that Evie's nothing. And there's another kingpin. And this How kingpin big bite, does this go? <laughs> bites lips. Ugh, That's what I he know. does. Quite, I, I know some people are domestically like aggressive, but do you want to bite someone's lip? That's... Quite bloody in your mouth. I guess it's it's showing dominance. That's what he's doing to Evie. But yeah, and then Tiff's quite concerned. She's going, oh. She's quite concerned, but she's just like. Because she fancies Evie, didn't she? How is she's, she making? She's now a lesbian. Yeah. She how is she Evie. making more money than all of them put together? Who Tiff? Yeah, because that's oh, what she, she said to like Vic Tiff. and um the and Sticks or whatever. And Evie was like, she made more money than all of you. How's she making so much money? She's literally babysitting the kids all the time. That's what. That's the point I wanted to make. Like everyone's complaining about, or everyone in that Slater house complain about having the kids. Stacey's like, "Oh, I've got three kids to look after. Cat, I've got three moons and a another one to look after. <laughs> I can't do it. You've got to take him back, Haley." 
Tiff, can you look after seven, seven children yeah. tonight? <laughs> <laughs> on Valentine's Day. You've got nothing on. <laughs> but Tiff seems to be doing that on the regular, looking after seven yeah, kids. she seems and quite she, adept. Yeah, she doesn't care. No. She takes it in her stride. Strong, independent female. I like how much use we're getting for McClunkies. Like <laughs> we are Mitch and uh, Keegan and Bailey are there. The drug people are always there. Hunter and uh, anyone he's with. Hunter and Lou are always there. <laughs> and poppin'. to think it started off as a pedophile ring place. <laughs> Our true development of a character there. It's like Sex in the City. But I mean, it started with Fat Boy working there. True. Yeah. So a long, long, long time ago. Ah, uh, McClunkies. Max wants a share in that business. That's probably doing a bit better than... Masood's uh, and Ian's, yeah. Um, well, actually, you know what? There is not a business on that square that fails. You're right. They good... all do amazingly. We need a good Even the Albert is just is succeeding and no one's in there. It's not even a business anymore. Paying for itself. And yet, it's still making money. I mean, if you bought it for a pound, though, we are making profit already. Is it's Eddie coming back to run that place? Um, he bought it for a pound. He's probably going to give it to his nephew, Hunter. Hunter. Who's unfortunately Hunter's been... competitive bar. Mm. Oh, we've got the E20, but it's now not, we've got the no Steve, Steve 20. Steve after, his name, after his dad. Steve Hunty 20. That's <laughs> <laughs> run by him and his oh, dad's E20. <laughs> it's E20, but the O starts Owen. So oh, that's cool. E, e twerin. <laughs> I like Steve 20. That's better. Yeah, so how... how... How big does this ring go? This drug I think it'll just keep going until we're old and <laughs> die. And it turns out, like, eventually it'll go overseas. We'll, we'll go up the we'll go up cr- across county lines. We'll go overseas. We'll end up in like some sort of like South Asian brothel. We'll find out that everything's being run by Phil from Phil. <laughs> yeah, it'll <laughs> and be it's like the dodgy dealings for, for, <laughs> for weeks. It'll just be like the people talking about the head honcho, the big man at the top. And we get like shadowy like shots from like behind Ooh, yeah, him, yeah, yeah. him hunched over a desk, him biting that guy's lip. You, you might hear like the old, oh, oh no, that. you wouldn't hear that. And then it's like a shot a of him tease. turning around, going, hey, <laughs> yeah. But you see some like a packet of sausage rolls on the side of his <gasps> desk. He loves them. Yeah, he does. Can't have a party without sausage rolls. Or, um, what's the other things he likes? Scotch eggs. Yeah, <laughs> packet of them on the side. All the clues are there, ready for us. And yet we didn't see. It's and like then... memento. <laughs> It all comes back to him. The police really? barge in, and he has to come around and go, Hey. As if, uh, <laughs> Mr. Mitchell, I didn't realise it was you. And they put their guns down. <laughs> <laughs> you can take apart a gang of 20 with just your bare hands. His, his operation is so big that he didn't realise that he beat up a whole group of his own people. What, are they... <laughs> what are they going to do when Phil leaves? End the show. It's like, pointless for that, isn't it? Really? Truly. They... There's no one to there... replace them. There's no one. That, yeah. On paper, when Danny Dyer came in, he was the replacement. Danny Dyer no. is no Phil Mitchell. That, he's shown the same us character. multiple times. Maybe Stu? Maybe no, because he's the he's good guy now. He's psycho. You need someone Phil Mitchell's who's... a good guy. He delivers babies. Yeah, but he... also he... has dodgy dealings. We need another another dodgy dealer. I'd love to see a shot of Tiff herding cows. I'd love to see Jay <laughs> turn into the dodgy dealer. He and Ruby do get married in a couple of years, and then suddenly he starts... Uh, selling corpses. Jay's no Phil, though, is he? But he he was groomed by Phil. He was a Phil until he turned his back. He, he turned his back on the Phil! On the family. The family. The family. <laughs> the family. <laughs> but actually, he'll be taken back in when he sees 
that's why when Phil says family, let's go for a walk across the square. It's to throw it in Jay's face. <laughs> uh, right, so we've got another returning feature from last Ooh. week. It's Stacy or Pacey. <laughs> <laughs> Only quality features here at Bill with it. You know, it, it describes itself really. The title is it there. It's Stacy racing against something, and we decide if Stacy's faster or slower than that thing, and if she win- wins the race. This week I've got uh, Stacy. And she's uh, fighting off against Masood's exit. <laughs> that's yeah, because that's it's quite quick. speedy. That was. I'm thinking, could Stacy, hmm. could Stacy get out of the square that quick as well? Could she do it? No, she's because because she's constantly going to have a comment about anything, even if it has nothing to do with her. She's having a comment <laughs> or a go at Martin. She's having a comment or a go at Haley. She's having a comment or a go at anyone on the market. Kush anything. So, Masood's ability to get out is because he didn't even tell Kathy, the woman he's in love with apparently, that he's leaving. He just left. Whereas Stacy's gonna have to have like a little quip, a little sarcastic yeah, remark to everyone. all the Slaters are gonna go, Stacy, don't leave! And she's gonna stop to and each one of them. And have a mental breakdown. Mm. Or she'll say to her mum that she's having a mental breakdown. Yeah, so it I, just I made think... you upset, Jean! I mean, mum! <laughs> I think, um... Yeah, I think it's definitely Masood. Stacy loses this round. Another yeah. loss for Stacy. She's not she very quick. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to get training. She needs to get quicker. True. Poor old Stacy. I mean, do you want to talk about Stacy and, no. and you know that Valentine's Day? Thing? No. No. Right, moving on. But they banged in a in a what in a little shed. Well, Martin and Stacy's relationship is just horrible now. They're just nasty to each other all the time. And then Martin eventually goes. Do you want to have sex in a public place? And because Stacey goes, do I? That's Take the only, sex That's the only thing that Stacey likes. Either it's in a car or it's back in the shed. They've been in the shed before. And he's like put little rose petals and oh, stuff yeah, they have been in that shed where before. Do you think, where does he have the time? He's got three kids. He's full time at the market store. But the drug dealing gang likes that little park as well. So what if they were there? And also Bernie's been like in that little... She doesn't mind that either. Bernie plays a lot of Stu in stayed in that little shed one time as well. What if a lot of people like, decided shed? to... Might be a different allotment shed. Maybe, because Martin's probably yeah. got his own. He's got that sweet Allotment money. money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, last stop. Last stop. Last stop of the week, it's Dot and Dr. Leg. Oh. The bells chimed on Friday's episode. Goodbye, Dr. Leg. As we said, he thankfully, he made amends for Stu, otherwise... It was we wouldn't off screen. Even... It was off screen, but I believe I'll it happened. I'll take it. Yeah. But if he hadn't... like. Even off screen, if he had not commended Stu's kindness, I wouldn't even allow you to speak about him on the podcast. It was quite sad. Mm. Suddenly, uh, Dr. Leg was refusing to come home because of Stu, even though Stu scrubbed the door that he didn't have, he didn't put the swastika on, and cleaned up the graves, which I think is really nice, again off camera. And then suddenly, he was coming home, but he was defo dying that night. Well, Bex was first to say, "Yeah, he he hasn't got long to live, Doc. He's going to die. I know. Like, yes, All right, Bex. Bex. She gets it. It's still her friend. She can still be like, is the bed Yo, made Dot. up? <laughs> Leg's Dot. dying. Why do we even need to put a sheet on? He's going to die in 20 minutes. Then we can't even use the sheet again. <laughs> She's a real nasty piece of work. But I got you this DVD, I guess. And what were they watching? Like, it was essentially like... A Nazi kind of invasion well, of the East him, End. They quickly gave him a full-on like wartime backstory. Didn't I know, they? but he was talking about it. And he, apparently, he was there and he met his wife, and they were both being beaten up. 
Yeah, it's like, a, I, it's like a protest riot thing. In my last 20 minutes of life, I don't know if I want to redo that memory. I would think I'd prefer just having that cup of tea that Dots made me. Like, oh. they kept they kept focusing in on that, like, chain. What's yeah. going to happen to that chain now? Because they oh, wouldn't yeah, just think, focus in on nothing. I think it's a, a Jewish thing. Oh, is it? Okay, that's good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Sigma thing on that thing was a Jewish. Uh, okay. Uh, again, Bill, that isn't a knowledgeable source of all things Jewish or anything no. Jewish, really. Anything really religious, we're not very good at. Yeah, no. No, we we're are really, good at though. We're very good at EastEnders, so we do a podcast hey, on it. What I did think was going to happen, though, was that we were going to have like a Sonia planting the chain on Stu for one last time, but as you rightly said, you think that Stu's in the clear now because he's going to be a full time character. I think, well, I don't think it's been confirmed, but the way it's looking. He's got it, yeah. He's not done anything seedy. He's not had, like, a shot of him, like, going, <laughs> and, like, rubbing his hands together. <laughs> Outside the Vic. But I'm glad he's still there. Even when he's not being a psychopath, I still really like him. In fact, I can I can see, like, in as little as four weeks' time, him going into the Vic and shaking hands with Danny. Yeah. And going, all over, mate. <laughs> and Danny going, oh, I love your brother. Go on, then. And him, and Lindy him going, and come Mitch. on. Him, Stu, and Mitch, just, uh... Shall we say, maybe, okay, not four weeks for me, but say, I say three months. Yeah, I say. Bef- oh no, actually, you know what? After e- after Lent, <laughs> on Easter Sunday, evil. yeah. What have you given up, Stu, for Lent? Evil. My madness. <laughs> yeah, I, it was quite sad. So finally, you know, to say goodbye to Doctor Leg, let's do our final. Ha ha. Ha ha. had his little arms out of the out of this like the blanket, <laughs> just like kind of hanging there. Dot needs to. It's her house. She needs to chuck out. The bad rubbish. Sonia. And Bex. Bex. She can keep Robbie. Robbie. And she can keep Stu. Sure. He's gone as well. He's not come back. Yeah. How Again, did, another how holiday in India. How long did Stu pay for that? For yeah, Christmas. For Christmas. It's February. <laughs> He's going to come back tanned and be like, decides to stay a little bit longer. I forgot. Got a job out there. <laughs> yeah. As a bin man. As a bin man. <laughs> he comes back with a bin. <laughs> he loves this them. This from India. Look at wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Uh, we've got time for one last feature, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's A20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Mm. Where we discuss whether a segment or scene would have done better or been more interesting if it was filmed underwater. I would prefer having seen Hunter running away from the police, but instead him swimming away from the police, but yeah. in a an Olympic-sized pool yeah. where they've all jumped in, forgetting that they could have just run around. And they're trying to, like, swim along with each other. And Mel's along the side screaming like a supportive parent, Swim, Hunter, swim! I like the idea of this, but it starts off on the street and then he gets caught by that fence, doesn't he? He climbs over the fence and he has to go into, like, an abandoned swimming pool. Mm-hmm. And he's looking behind over his shoulder and all these, like, cops are after him. And he sees the big, like, diving board. He looks up, he looks back, he looks up again, he looks back again. And yeah. he starts climbing up. <gasps> and Mel's going, Hunter, don't do it! And he climbs and climbs and climbs. And all behind him, they go, come back here, to kind of grab for his leg. And he looks, gets under the board and he goes, <sighs> and for weeks he had like a fear of heights built up as well. Amazing. So He looks good. down and he goes, <gasps> he jumps. <gasps> but there's the no water into the... There is, there's still water in there. It's abandoned. Oh, I thought you meant... Oh, okay. I thought you meant no, there was no, he, jumps, he jumps in there. Oh, and, and so he's overcome his fear. He overcomes his fear. He swims away. Feel good story. <laughs> Mel's along the side of the pool, like you were saying, going, come on, <laughs> and then the police start clapping as well. Well done, son! Because they're like at the edge of the plank and there's like three of them like this, like bouncing on the end. Yeah. And they're like, I can't do it! It's too high! <laughs> and then one of them amazing. topples over and they all fall. I love it. 
when can we get that in production? All set to the Benny Hill music as well. Of course, of course. (laughs) Everything we produce (laughs) is set to the Benny Hill music. So, Abner, who was your hot this week? My hot this week was Karen, um, simply because she was stealing toilet paper from the book. Of course. Just coming out the toilet, shouting at Shirley, saying... There's a real blockage in there, and then <laughs> hiding a toilet roll I'm, under her when jacket. When was this? I have no memory of this. I think you went out during this scene. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she um, did, and she, oh, who did she have a conversation with? She had a conversation with someone on the way out, and was like laughing at the fact that she had this toilet roll stuck under her jacket, and was going, <laughs> "You know, sometimes you just gotta do it." <laughs> my um, my hot this week was Max. You know what? Uh, his brother, he's got, he's got a new business. Yeah. His brother's in trouble with his, uh, you know, off on again, off again girlfriend. And you know what? Max just goes in. He's all in it for himself. Brings the leftover cottage pie without I mean, Rainey's like consent. Who 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 could Ian possibly have that would be worse than Masood for him to run a business with? Max. Exactly. <laughs> There's no. Maybe I think Bill, it'll be interesting. <laughs> is that the next step up? <laughs> Max is going. I'm selling. And he's going. Thank God for that. To Phil. <laughs> Cut to next scene. Ian's head down the toilet. Who's <laughs> <laughs> your not this week, Abner? Uh, my not this week. Probably cat. Bad yeah. parenting. Uh, and... Just miserable. Oh, I can't do it. I said I could do it and I was really capable because I'm a strong woman. And, and you're scum, Haley. But now going... I can't do it either. <laughs> and going in to someone who's trying to get help from their mental illness and trying to guilt them to come back. That's You've had enough time. That's in poor form, Kat. I'm not impressed. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with that. That's a good idea. Good shout. I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left. If you'd like to follow us, we're on BWI underscore podcast on Twitter. Or you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts or YouTube at Beal With It and EastEnders Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Beal With It and EastEnders Podcast. And you can email us with any thoughts, ideas, comments or queries at bealwithit.podcast at gmail.com. Is there anything you want to ask the listeners? If you could send just one more character to Australia, because it just seems like everyone's going. Ted, Masood, Sharon. Who else do you want to head over to Australia? For an off-screen death. Yeah. Just doesn't even have to be an off-screen death. Who do you just want to have a bit of a break away from? Just want to send them from as far as possible. Beep beep bye. Mm-hmm.